Man, come on in and have a seat. Relax your feet and beat the endless podcast. You done heard all week. Hey, this is no hoes ball. I'm talking freedom of speech. So check your feelings at the door. As we continue to speak about war, sex, love, and relationships. And even conversations about politics. A little bit of comedy and knowledge, man. With a host to teach you all about empowerment. Now, what we doing? We're chilling in the chat And where we at? We're chilling in the chat Now, what we doing? We're chilling in the chat this episode of Chat House was brought to you by Battlezone Boxing, where you don't have to be a fighter in order to train like one. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Chat House. I'm your host, Kenny Mark, and I hope you're having a great, wonderful, productive day. Today's guest, Mr. JB, a.k.a. Battlezone Boxing, he's going to be joining us today. He's a sports trainer, mentor, community leader, business owner. The list goes on. Had the pleasure of knowing this gentleman for years. Uh, He's going to bless us with some knowledge today. So let's just give him a call. Mr. JB, a.k.a. Battlezone Boxing. My man. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm real good. How about yourself, sir? I'm pretty good. This is Ken from the chat house. Yes, sir. So glad to hear from you, Mr. Moby. It's okay. a pleasure and honor. So uh, we had a conversation or a discussion earlier um, discussing the word discipline. Conversation became very um, complex and diverse, and we felt it would be a good idea to put it, uh, bring it to the chat house today. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, you know, you have years of working with young people. Um, actually, a variety of people, to be honest with you, uh, due to you a uh, uh, boxing instructor, correct? Correct. Yes, sir. That's correct. And a gym owner as well? That's right. So, discipline, in a sense, is your business. Yes, sir. It most definitely is. When it comes to working out, weight loss, um, showing up to the gym, um, you know, as scheduled, um, just having a proper mindset. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So in your opinion, let's just break down the word uh, discipline and what it means uh, in your world. And then we just go from there. Absolutely. First of all, man, I'm privileged and honored. Well, you are having me to do this podcast, which is very important to me when it comes to doing something for my dear brother. Oh, appreciate uh, it. Yes, sir. Uh, this discipline, it is a, it is a serious um, attribute, let alone being a word, because the word discipline, it's in its simplicity, its form, it really means uh, what not to do. Okay. It, it, it controls you. It tells you which you should not be doing. A better better choice of words, correction. Okay. That is all discipline is, correction. Uh, For, you know, before I go any in-depth, like, for instance, I want to eat that cake, but I know I got to weigh in tomorrow. No, you can't do that. (laughs) Well, I I want to go over here, but I know if I go over there, I'm going to be only probably five minutes late. You know you can't do that. So you got to adhere to doing uh, what you know you need to do and discipline and hold yourself accountable. And, and excuse me for interrupting, but discipline is not That's a okay. it's not a bad word. Um, I think people misuse the word uh, discipline. As they you misuse said. it all the time. Yeah. Yes, sir. And as you said, it's correction. And correction does what? It holds us accountable. It it readies us for accountability. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. When you know you got to be disciplined and you can hold yourself from restraint or something, you got something going on. You, 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 you're really standing for the word discipline because like, um, this is my 24th year as a trainer. And when I tell someone to be here, this is the time we're going to be on. And I tell these guys all the time, you know, you know, females too, it's two things we got to be careful about, um, in this world. And that's the time we spend and who we spend it on. Mm, mm. So, when I tell you to be here at a certain time, you need to be here at a certain time or the time is going to bleed off into someone else's time. Mm-hmm. And if someone else is being disciplined, 
and you are being undisciplined, I can't honor that. <laughs> Boy, I sure hope they're listening to this. <laughs> and this is not just, you know, in your gym. Um, this is a lifestyle uh, when it comes to uh, you wanting to be successful. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, and, lifestyle. And we can go as far as relationships. Um, you know, of course, you know, got self self discipline, but I mean, relationships, uh, even being on your job, or even if you own a business, there's a certain level of discipline uh, you should have. Absolutely, when you say relationships, it relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, marriages, mm-hmm. business partnerships, uh, uh, best friendships, or even light acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Discipline, discipline resides in everything. Because in business partnerships, uh, you ain't got no business doing no undercutting hand, mm-hmm. cutting no deals behind your your partner's back. Self control. If you got to do something, that's right. There you go. Again, the root discipline. Mm-hmm. So anytime you got to do something behind somebody's back, or you got to double think is you really doing something wrong, you ain't got no business doing it. Now it is a such thing as you know thinking twice or thinking long and hard about something, but we know when we shucking and jiving, you know over another individual mm-hmm. and just, you know, mishandling morale, morale at its finest. Mm-hmm. So, so, so discipline plays a lot of attributes in our everyday lives that every man, woman, and child should be nurtured with because it starts out as a seed. Mm-hmm. Cause you, you, you can, you can tell by the fruit. See, a lot of times we just look at the, we just look at the fruit and we don't look at the root. Mm. Or when we see children out here doing what it is, or even uh, young adults doing what they're doing, and we just say, ain't no home training. Well, it's more than home training, because when you say home training, sometimes that can just start, you know, at your auntie house or something. Home training means from your daddy and mama, unless you just <laughs> unfortunate like that, you know, that stuff starts from put that down when you two years, when you one years old, two years old. Because when somebody cares about you, they will instill discipline in you. Mm-hmm. And when no one says nothing to you, they don't care about discipline, which means that that's going to end up to being what they call erratic behavior. Mm. Something that just spontaneously do. Right. You, know, you, you get an emotion to do something. You just think you got the right to do it. And I mean, even on social media, um, somebody do something to you in the real world. Uh, and the first thing you do is go to social media behind your keyboard where you're safe <laughs> and yeah. and you say things um that are disrespectful um and it honestly and it honestly in my opinion makes you look low but i feel if you had discipline or even etiquette you could take a moment um reevaluate the situation have a real conversation with that individual only and get your situation resolved. But like I say, no home training, no etiquette, no discipline. What do we do? We turn into a crowd pleaser and you run out there and embarrass yourself and the other person. And I wouldn't even say the other person because you the fool. That's right. Yeah. Um, while you there, you said something very important. Uh, uh, my pastor used to say something uh, to this degree before he passed. He said, never argue with a fool in public mm. because the passer buyers might not know which who the real fool is. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that 100%. So when you when people run to the internet, what we call them, you know, uh, computer uh power gangsters you know mm-hmm. and and things of that nature when you when you run the, to the thing first of all make sure somebody care that you mad <laughs> and then another thing another thing moby um you don't need um validation you need some counseling mm-hmm. you, you don't need a crowd you run into the wrong you know, the wrong thing to get some uh, experience from because the, the same people when you come to 
to the to the computer or to the media with that type of attitude, unless there's someone who's willing to respond with some sense, you're gonna get the same ghetto mentality that you go into the computer for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so which does, um, which which ultimately does nothing for anybody. I don't care how many likes you get off of you being uh, ignorant. That's right. Um, to insult someone online, um, I think it's a coward move. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Because There's no honor. You're right. What people don't take that heed to, um, once it's done, it's going to be over. Mm-hmm. Once a week is gone, it's going to be forgot about. Now it's time to move on to something new. Mm-hmm. But you think you were doing something so grand and glorious, you could have shot yourself in the foot. Oh yeah. Because when you when you say something, here's what we don't understand. But our mouth, um, you can't unring a bell. Mm-hmm. Just like you can't uncast a stone. Look how look how God made this thing. When you say something, once a word exits your mouth, that's why people need to be careful on their job or whenever they be trying to embarrass some embarrass somebody. Discipline. Whether they're in an interview. <laughs> Self control, because when you say something, you cannot take it back. Right now, that that does not nullify. You can be as sorry until you barbershop color pole in the face, mm-hmm. and and the person can even forgive you. Nevertheless, you still put some type of concern or some enmity in their heart to say, "Hmm, I wonder how long they've been feeling that way." Mm-hmm. That's even in a relationship. Yes, most definitely it is. Yeah, yeah. If so you, if you're in a relationship, um, and and you say something to your, you know, your wife or your boyfriend or whomever, um, that stays forever, depending on what you said, especially if it's uh, degrading. Or yes, it is. That's right. You know, um, but it goes back to discipline and you, um, being able to meditate to yourself and say. You know, the situation isn't that bad. Let me have an intelligent conversation. Let me hear his side or her side. And let's get this resolved because we are in a relationship which you should act as one versus the one. Yes, yes. And and, and, and while you're saying that, you got a lot of people who like to be argumentative. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't, you can't shoot down a solution without having a solution. If you do that, you are the problem and you are part of the big confusion. Mm-hmm. So just because you hear a solution that you don't like, don't mean that it is not the right one. Mm. It's probably not the right way that you wouldn't take because it is more than likely the one with the most decent morale and it's the right one. But a lot of times we always trying to ease, appease and please everyone else's feelings. So we won't tell a lot of people what's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which will, which will, a lot of times, if you tell somebody the truth, you could possibly stop that person from jumping off a bridge. That's just symbolic to you can really stop them from doing a lot of foolishness or making a mistake that they really probably can't come back from mm-hmm. or return from. Mm-hmm. So discipline is being straightway, you know, not deviating. Even though we do deviate in life sometimes, because we, you know. We all get weak, but nevertheless, when you are an adolescent up into a grown man or grown woman, there ought to be some things you ought not allow in your life. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that grown folks just ought not be doing. And then, you know, turn about and they want to turn around and say, well, um, he's still working on me. I'm only human. When people <laughs> say they ain't perfect, those just those are just little weak leaves to say to treat people how you want to treat them. And do what you want to do, and just keep getting away with it, and keep saying these old weak attributes. It's like a a, a, a scapegoat, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's mm. exactly what it is. And look, so. and I want to show you how important and how deep um, <clears throat> discipline, self control, um, means to humans. Period. Point blank, male or female. What do you think the Ten Commandments are? It's discipline. That's right. Those are God rules to live. Um, live your life you know not stealing not killing uh Mm -hmm. you know not going after your neighbor's wife um all of that rules to life and you know you got these people they love to call themselves rebels and uh they don't want to abide by the rules but let me show you how important rules are 
for anybody out there that has a job that you got to drive to, the only reason why you get to that job on a daily on a daily basis is because you follow the traffic laws, which are rules. You stay in between yes, those lines. When that light, when that light turns red, you stop. When it turns green, you go. Those little markers on the side with the speed limit on that. The reason why they got them over there so you won't run nobody over, or lose control of the car and kill yourself or kill somebody else. Those are rules that were put in place for your safety and other people's safety. Yeah, that's right. Humanity. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So, so when you see, you know, people on social media saying crazy stuff, people in relationships saying and doing uh, selfish things, that's what creates chaos in the world. Because people want to be rebels, they don't want to follow the rules, and it just it just it just creates a whole bunch of chaos. Yes, it does, and confusion. And wherever those two things collide, there's no love and there's no understanding. And it wastes and so, it wastes a bunch of time. Let's add that. Absolutely, and and and, and, and confusion and understanding can't reside in the same house, just like love and hate can. Mm-hmm. One one of them has to go. I agree one hundred percent. Don't you know to my young listeners? Don't don't um take uh things you hear in a song or things you see in a movie as reality. The things you hear in a rapper's lyrics, they don't even live that way. You listen Absolutely. if you listen to gangster music, you I, I, right. I guarantee you, uh, Ti, Jeezy, Dr. Dre, um, any one of those guys. You have a conversation with their kids. They speak perfect English because their Absolutely. kids going to private school. They living in gated gated communities. And and Moby, I don't mean to interject, but um, I don't know if you remember the uh, the artist MC Eight. Yes, I do. He stayed in a gated community, and they had this conversation with him. My kids go to a private school. Mm-hmm. I rap like this because they buy the music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. They may have come up in somewhat of L.A., you know, type of behavior, and they transversed it to the mic, but they do not live like that. Right. And you have to understand, um, the gangster rappers are, um, they become, um, you know, they're artists, but they're also authors. Uh, if, you, yeah. if, you, if you read a Stephen King's novel or, you know, one of your great horror writers, they don't live like that. They just write no, these sir. stories for entertainment That's purposes. Right. Absolutely. And I have to say this to my young people and, and just my black community in general. Look at entertainment for what it is. It is to entertain you. That's it. You know, and, and this falls up on the on discipline. If I'm able to look at something and cut it off there and go back into my reality, that's discipline. But if yes, I but if I look at that and then I start dressing like this this rapper, I start acting like this rapper. And I start doing some of the things the rapper does in his or her rhyme, and they don't even do it. Matter of fact, let's go back to Trina. You remember Trina with that song? Yes, sir. I don't Absolutely. know now. Oh yeah. Now you remember I the lyrics in that? I I want I won't say it, but she <laughs> talked about Absolutely. right. You know, show yeah. Right. I don't I don't been with four or five best friends and this and that. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. You think Trina? Look at her interviews. You think she did that? But believe it or not, at- you have females that actually done it based off of what this artist or author said in an entertaining format. And you know, if I may interject real quick, Moby, mm-hmm. I um, tell people when you want to portray a certain behavior, mm-hmm. look at the word act. You don't need you. We've been saying stuff so long in life. Like, do you want to be in this relationship? Yeah, well, you need to act like it. Mm. Hey, man, you want to be in this business partnership? Yeah, well, you need to act like it. Mm, hey, pretend, uh, pretend. You, you want to be, yeah, you want to be my friend? Well, you need to act like it. We have been telling people so long for years, and the nose has the, the word has been right under our, our noses without us even recognizing. We have been telling people to play a movie part in our life that don't really <laughs> exist. Will Smith acts. You know, uh, Denzel act, Ice Cube act, mm-hmm. uh, Morris Chestnut acts. 
And what is that? Portraying a behavior on a film that they don't normally do every day. Right. Or don't do they at do all. They do that to get paid. So when we tell somebody to act like, we are telling them not to be their self. And that's not trying to be deep. It's just been a lot of simple things that has been under our noses all of our lives. And a lot of times the aha lights don't come on until, you know, we're like older in life. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, that's why I said meditate. Um, when you're alone or when you're in a car riding, you know, you take the time and you think about certain situations or certain events and you, and when you start picking it apart, you realize it is really not that bad. You know, it really wasn't that deep, you know, but when you get in the heat of the moment without having self-control discipline, um, you say things you don't mean, you do things you don't mean. And now that lives on with you for years and yes. years down the road depending on what you did or what you said all, yes. be, all because you couldn't muzzle your own mouth that's right and and that goes to uh i have seen a lot of people out of gas out of opportunities all because they wanted to be right mm-hmm. they don't know when to hush they don't know when to bridle up because a blessing, an opportunity that you never even saw coming, now you done stunted it with your tongue. Mm-hmm. And that is the most powerful muscle on our body that we have, the tongue. <laughs> it's not your arms. It ain't your legs. The most powerful thing on your muscle on your body is your tongue. Uh-huh. <laughs> it can get you out of something. Just as well as it can get you in something. Oh, it'll cause it'll make love and cause war at the same time. Yes, sir. Just to show. Could have said it better. Like I remember one once we were speaking, you know, discipline is the root. But we also after you be disciplined, now you gotta have some perseverance. Now you gotta keep going with the discipline. And and, and then you gotta have some commitment. You gotta be dedicated to the to the discipline. Mm-hmm. And then you got to be continually, consistently, repeatedly, and habitually with the discipline. So it, it just don't stop because you're going to hit a lot of hot spots in life. And just because you hit differential places don't mean that the discipline stops. It can't be discipline over here, but then you lose you lose your mind over here. No, it's either all in or not in at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if we do something on this on this part, wherein we're undisciplined, whether it be in the streets or in our home, we're going to be dealt with. Right. Because anywhere we go, what I learned, anywhere we go, they're going to, like you were saying earlier, there are some rules we're going to have to be, that's going to be followed. Oh, yeah. Living have in to. someone else's that's house. Why have jail. That's why they have jails. <laughs> yeah, jail, pretty, yes, sir. That that's was my what, next thing. <laughs> the jail house. Yeah, that's why they have jails. And, and it's the best to um, learn these things through people who love you rather than learn these things through people who don't care nothing about you. Correct. And what I mean by that, you know, uh, it's best to follow rules at the home before you end up in a jail home mm-hmm. because those people just do it as a, as a job. They go home to their family, you know, mm-hmm. and they come back and just do their job in and out. So discipline can take, it, it can make you or break you. And I want the folks to know um, when we're talking about discipline, self, self-control, that's in any relationship that's at work um that's uh business um even 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 when you talk about health health um when you're trying to gain wealth um education yes sir all of these things you have to have discipline and self-control and you have to be focus in on what it is you're trying to accomplish um absolutely you're going to get people in your life that's going to try to distract you and take you off course you're going to have to be able to identify friends from foes or just people that are time wasters they're not bad people that's that right. just time <laughs> time waste. If you, if you got a goal you try to accomplish you're trying to get this done in a certain time period then you have to stay focused and disciplined to respect that time that you have sought for yourself. Yes, absolutely. Because that is the only way you're going to be, uh, you'll see some commitment in yourself and that people can see that you are reliable, especially if you tell someone you're going to do something. Mm-hmm. 
you know, by your words, you know, especially coming from a man, our words mean something. Oh yeah. And if you ain't disciplined about keeping that, man, you got you you're looking for a big frame to fall apart and possibly fall into pieces. Because a lot of time for people who serious about a man word, um, a lot of time they only deal with you probably one time, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, like well, how the old saying go, ain't no second chance for a first impression. True. So, 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 so being disciplined goes along with our words, our and our commitment, and, and the dedication will come behind the commitment. Because when you committed to doing something, you will do. And uh, I always tell my uh, my fighters, you know, we only we as a people we only do things that is important to us. So mm-hmm. you can turn your discipline on and you can turn your discipline off. Yep. And I, I always make this analogy to them. I say, if I told you to meet me at a 7-Eleven every Friday, 5 o'clock, and I give you $500, you're going to be there. Oh, yeah. And all of them be like, yeah, coach, yeah, coach. I say, but if you be there 501, you won't, you ain't going to get it. I say, which one you going to be? Man, I'll be there. I say, because that's important to you. Yes. We are not going to do what we don't want to do. That goes along with answering a phone, going someplace. I don't care if you're on your last leg of gas. We, as a people in this world, we do what we want to do. We do what we feel that is important to us. That's how I know for a fact you could turn your discipline on and you can turn your discipline off. Yep. I agree with that 100%, sir. 100%. I take a look at people, young, old, doesn't matter what race. And, you know, you sit back and listen to people talk or you watch what people do, especially if they're, you know, in your circle. Yes. Uh, Most of the time when people um, complain about things, they're not making the time or taking the time to get it done. They come up with a, they'll come up with a excuse quicker than they would a solution. Yes, sir. Because that solution probably involves work. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. And, yes, sir. And that's what a boy's down to even even with obesity in America. It's because people got jobs that doesn't require a whole lot of work. And you sitting down eight, nine, ten hours a day, or you're not moving around as much. And the gym becomes work in your mind. Mm. Or um, you know, you get in a financial situation because um you're spending more than you're making. That's right. Because you're not being disciplined with or having self-control with um, your money. And I think, yes. and I think, and I think credit cards should be used for an emergency, but I think <laughs> people, people end up using a credit card like as a debit card. Yeah. Again, no self, yeah. self-control. <laughs> No discipline. And before you know it, you're ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars in debt, even sometimes more, all because you don't have that self control. And you get right. your, and you get yourself in a financial bind. Yes, um sir. even even with relationships. Um I was speaking to a young lady and uh she was saying that she's had um good relationship with guys that had their stuff together. But mm-hmm. but she knows that she she has at times purposely sabotaged it because, you know, she wanted to be argumentative or like the guy was disciplined and she wasn't. She ended up basically just going against the grain. Yeah, absolutely. And that individual is single now. I'm, I'm sorry for me to cut mm-hmm. you off. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times things happen like that and they can know whether it be the woman or the man, but whichever one who's at fault let's say that let's say that they will always want to pitch a pity tent and throw a party under the pity tent <laughs> to yeah. keep themselves from being accountable and responsible especially by being an adult oh they want to play victim yes women and men yeah. um you ask somebody about a breakup i guarantee you they're going to tell you what the other person did first Hey, that's how we grew up. We always tell what our cousin did, but we won't tell what we did to keep them getting that whooping. And the whooping in an adult life is somehow somebody, they're afraid what somebody's going to think, feel, or, or say about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that's the whooping in the adult life. Yeah, ruin your credibility. We always tell what yeah. somebody else done done. 
Mm-hmm. But you want your credibility to be intact. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah. You just want to you want to you want to feel or seem faultless to a lot of people, especially to the ones that know you. But um, we fail to realize that when we should be using those phrases, hey, I know I ain't perfect, but uh, look, I did do this. You know, sometimes we use those phrases so that we can just treat people how we want to treat them. Oh, and yeah. Just keep walking over people's morale and just thinking that they are insignificant and we just do all kind of crazy things, you know, just without thinking. Oh, yeah. We be thinking, we just don't care. Let me put it that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think um, even 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 when you got career goals, right? So let's say you're starting from zero. Doesn't matter where you're from. If you're from a trailer park, if you're from the you know the hood, if you're from wherever, right? Let's say you got yes, let's say you got humble beginnings, but you got um, high standards or you got uh, big time goals, right? Yes, sir. And you say to yourself, okay, I don't have the money, but I know if I get straight A's, I can possibly get a scholarship, right? Right. So you put in the work. You study versus hanging out, right? Right. You, you um you start getting all the necessary tools together to be able to be a great student, not a good student, a great student. Yes. And you and you and you're willing to work. So you do this and you end up getting a scholarship. You end up going to a respectable college and you keep that same drive, that same goal, that same focus throughout college and at the same time you networking you meeting people you being honest with people you being reliable with people everything we talked about right you're doing that in college right so now you graduate you get out you get um a fairly decent job and you still trying to work your goal even those relationship you built in college you might have somebody ahead of you uh that's in a position to pull you in the position you want to be in. Right. All because you were a man or woman to your word in college, trustworthy, focused, driven. This person uh, is on the road to success. You're on the road to success. You start drawing other people around you that has the same vision, the same goal as you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yes, I, th- I think eventually good energy is going to attract good energy. Bad energy yes, is going to... Right. So I think, oh, I, think we, <laughs> I think we all have to think about that. It doesn't matter where you come from. It's, it, it really depends on how much work you're willing to put in. That is absolutely right. Absolutely right. Spot on. Your commitment... Your dedication will say all. Nobody just goes up a hill by accident. That takes <laughs> that takes effort. Yep. And you can roll down the hill, but you can't say, "Why well, ended up here by accident?" No, you have to go up a hill. Just like when we shoot for triumph, we shoot we shoot for our goals and aspirations. We have to do things. We can't just sit around twiddling our twiddling our thumbs, hoping and wishing. On the couch eating potato chips. Talking about, I want to look like that. I'm going to get that one day, but you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You're only disciplined to sit to a couch. You're not disciplined to be in motion. Um, that's why they say it's lonely at the top. When you made the example about um, it takes effort to go up a hill. That's why they say it's lonely at the top. Because a lot of people don't want to put in the work to go up the hill. Yes, and that, yes, yes. And yeah. that's all it is. Depending on if that's a hill or a mountain, mm-hmm. because some of your yeah. goals may be mountains, but it can be conquered in time. Plan the right strategy, um, even having the right group of people around you. One of Absolutely. the one of the worst statements I think we as black folks make is, "I'm gonna keep it real," right? Why yes. would you keep it real with somebody that's not? even thinking about keeping it real with you or wouldn't mm-hmm. sacrifice or wouldn't dedicate themselves or dedicate them uh, their time to you. That's think, right. think about it now. 
A lot of people don't reach their goals because they stand true to something or something that don't give a damn about them. And it's they not gonna remain, they remain what you call steadfast. They they, <laughs> they they did not waver. They stayed the course, which is what a lot of people can't do. And um I shared this with um some of my fighters one time. I say, just because you spread your wings and you let them dry and choose to soar high. Mm-hmm. It is not your responsibility or duty to be blamed or feel blamed on the ones who chose to stay with wet wings on the ground. Mm. That's not your responsibility. So when we make, cho- again, discipline, we make choices and we make decisions. And when we make them, we God made us free moral agents. He gave us free volition to pick and choose whatever it is we want. So therefore, when we do do those choices and decisions, we can't say nobody put a gun to our head. It's something you want to do. That's right. And again, discipline. You're going to be, it's, their people are dedicated to foolishness or they either dedicated to righteousness. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say righteousness, I'm talking about, you know, doing something that's productive in the world that's going to build, bless, and benefit other people. Mm-hmm. That's like um, if you take a look at social media. And I mean just taking your thumb and just going through the threads. And you look at some of the things people look at, like a comment on. There were a lot of people big on watching those fight videos. I hated them. I hated them, like watching those, like those fight videos. Yes. And what they don't realize, the same people that's looking at these images, a lot of them, you know, at work or have jobs or whatever, and they don't mm-hmm. realize they employer when they get rid of hire people, they sometimes see these videos too. Absolutely. The only problem Absolutely. is the people in the videos look <laughs> like you. So yeah. when you want, see, that's what I'm saying. you gotta be careful what you support. That's right. That is absolutely right. You know, um, keep in as mind. As well as what you comment on. Yeah. Like, you got to look at what you support. Like, like those fight videos you see, like these young people uh, fighting, especially people of color. Like, you sitting there yeah. watching that, and you keeping it going through the thread. You allowing it to grow through the um, on social media. You know, your employer, somebody might end up seeing that stuff, too. And they get in their mind, oh, man. Uh, black people, Hispanic people, or whomever, like they always fighting each other on social media. Oh man, and then you don't realize, uh, just like how you say you can say something and that stays with a person. Yes, sir. They can yes, see, sir. they see that, especially if it's a trend of the same, the same type of people over and over again. Right. right. Be careful what you support. Because when you hear about a lot of shootings, first thing go through my mind is we ain't got no regard for life. Oh yeah. And there's the the other going back to, dis- going back to discipline number. isn't isn't that part of the Ten Commandments? Yes. Thou should not kill. Yeah, that's right. And here's the thing: a lot of people don't know if you obey the first four commandments, you automatically obey the sec- the last six. Give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. If them. you obey. Them. Thou shall not have no other God before me, for I'm a jealous God. Okay. Thou shall, thou shall not kill. Mm-hmm. Thou shall not commit adultery. Mm-hmm. Thou, thou shall not steal. Mm-hmm. Or covet thy neighbor's wife. Mm-hmm. That's the first five. You yeah. start at the first four. If you obey the first four, you automatically follow the last six. <laughs> See, but people don't know that. People, yes, sir. Yes, sir. A lot of people do not have no discipline because they so they erratic, man. They just and, act off of combustion, and, emotion is and, what they act off. And I want to say that when people want to live the ghetto life, it's like you you take a look at that. Now you take any person that came up in the hood, trailer park or wherever, and then you get them a business. I guarantee you. Those same people would not hire somebody that's outrate like that because your business no. your business will fail. No, if you they won't. Right, you know. Let's just be honest about it. And I and 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 I've and, and I've got family that came up in the hood, and there's been times that you know we get into a debate, you know, because I don't I don't argue, 
you know, but we get into a debate and I'm like, I'm like, listen, you're in a place that you can never own. Yeah, you were born there. You call it your home, but mm-hmm. but that's something you would never own. Yeah. If if right, if the if if your mom or whoever's in control, or when you get the right age, and you have discipline and self control, and you have goals, and you have a vision to be greater than your environment, right? And 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 this can be a difficult thing because you're getting taught that this is okay and this is home and this is life and this is your reality. That's why it's good to go outside your 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 community. So yes, sir. because I know for me myself, I came up in the country and I would watch TV shows and movies and I would see different parts of the world and I and, and I decided for myself, I wanna go travel. I don't wanna stay here where opportunities are low. Right? Right. So I mm-hmm. made I made that decision for myself at a young age. And I remember, uh, JB, when I got ready to go to college in, in Nashville, Tennessee, um, I had cousins <clears throat> that literally said to me, why, why you why you going way up there? What you going up there for? Mm. And at the time, I'm working at a factory where yeah. it's just a few steps up from the cotton field. It's just got a roof, yeah. but you still got people controlling you and people telling you what to do when to do it, you know, in an aggressive way, in a disrespectful way at times. Uh-huh. So I was like, I want to educate myself because education is a tool that can fix your financial problems. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? So, yes, sir. So, so, so I did that, and then I came back home for a few months, and, um, you know, it's the same old, it was the same old crap, like, like, like nothing changed. And so that's when I decided to come to Florida. And I remember I remember a couple of more cousins and family members were like, well, why do you want to go down there? You know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. That basically saying to me, this ain't good enough for you? Yeah. And guess yeah. what? No, nope. it's not. That's right. I couldn't say that no, to them not. at the time. Right. But the truth was, no, no, it's not. And to anybody listening to, to this, if you're in a community that you're not, you don't feel safe, you're not help, happy, you're not comfortable, you feel like your life is in danger, make plans to move. That's Do, right. You're not bound there. You don't have to keep it real, but no, move. And, and, and I second that. Um, this keep it real thing ain't but three things you got to keep it, young folks. That's keep it short, keep it simple, and keep it moving. <laughs> real comes from your heart yeah. reality is what we already know what we live mm-hmm. stop all of that foolish talking because you got a lot of people who say those terms you know I'm real I'm solid I'm 100 you know this is what I and they and they think what solidifies that is because they say it real loud Yeah. all I got to say to that is you a real loud solid 100 fake <laughs> because a lot of times you ain't got to tell nobody if you real or not. You can see it in its spirit. They will see it by its fruit. Yeah, you can just see it. You can see that's like people with money, people without money. You can see a guy walk in the store with a t-shirt, cut off jeans, and, and, and some boat shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, but the way he carry himself, you could you could just tell, and even like the, right. the conversation he or she has. You know, and 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 I never forget this. It's like uh, there was a lady. She had this Louis Vuitton Gucci purse, like one of them high end purses, right? Cost like twenty five, thirty five hundred dollars, right? Yeah. I never forget. I guess her friend got into it uh, with her. You know, a lot of times people get mad with you, and and they're not your friend. They're gonna tell you business. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're backstabbing her. Yeah. So. And I was like, "Oh, so and so got a nice purse, and he's like, "Yeah, she ain't got no, she ain't got no money in it." <laughs> uh-huh. And that goes back to financial discipline yes. and self control. Because if you don't, if you're going to spend that twenty five, thirty five hundred dollars on a bag, and newsflash, it's a, it's just a bag. It's vanity. That's what it is. It, exactly. Vanity. Yeah. Exactly. But what we don't realize realizes people just like money 
things are transitory. Mm-hmm. They will dwindle away. It's going to go away one day. What do you think it about? It's going to go away. Think about, I, I've seen people, and I know I'm going to step on some people's toes when I say this. <laughs> I know people that drive high-end cars that got a wall full of Jordans and other exclusive shoes all over $200. Mm. I know people got jewelry in the thousands of dollars, clothing and so on and so forth, materialistic things, and they all got it packed up, stacked up inside a apartment. Mm-mm-mm. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Look. It'll paint a picture for some people because financial discipline. What what's the goal here? Yes. Yes. I mean, why would you go buy something expensive that everybody else is doing? Everybody like like for a car. And I know people like cars. Me, I I'm I'm just a truck man. I always mm-hmm. an SUV man. But I like trucks. You my my thing is you don't know what you look like in it. No, I don't care what kind of rims it is. You know, and to the young folks, I'm not saying that ha- it's not okay to have good things. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But when you become those good things, when you let those good things drive you, then that's not fine. Mm-hmm. Because number one, in order for in order for you to get good things, you have to be grateful for the lesser things. Mm-hmm. For instance, you don't know how you look at a car unless your homeboy, your homegirl, take a picture with you and you look at the photo. All you know is that you driving the car. Mm-hmm. You look outside of the car and chose because the car looks good on the outside. You know, you really don't know what you look. All that, you really want is to get from point A to point B. That's what you want. Matter of fact, as you was talking, you prompted a memory of mine. Um, I'm, I was working a job where the round trip was around sixty something miles a day, right? Around sixty, like thirty something miles one way, thirty something miles back home. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so I opted out to get um, a car that I knew the engine was notorious for holding a lot of miles, uh-huh. and at the same time wasn't bad on fuel. Makes sense, right? Because the goal is to it's not how much money you make; it's how much you save. So, yes, the, so the key to wealth for anybody listening is how much money can you save? All right. So, so I was like, I, I didn't care what the car looked like. I just needed something that, um, was good on fuel and the engine was, uh, durable. Right. Yes, sir. So I accomplished my goal and I even got it, uh, at a price where I could pay for it cash. Right. All right. So. I got three goals accomplished with this with this car. It doesn't matter what this somebody laughing at me because because my car is in a certain name brand. I did the research on the durability of the car, the fuel uh, efficiency of the car, um, and even the functionality of the car. Because I have kids, and I don't mind if you know my son doing soccer and he got muddy boots on or. Um, we stop, you know, to a place to get something to eat and they got to eat real fast and they, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the car yeah. works. It actually makes sense and actually work well for me. And to this day, the car still starting up, humming along, don't smoke, don't knock and still doing good on gas. Moby, if I may interject real quick. Oh, please do. Listen. Man, I um, me and my wife had looked at a car because you know we got an accident with a little Santa Fe I had, mm-hmm. and said we need to look for one. So I was getting some tires, and we're looking on the thing. We say here's one right here for twenty five hundred. Well, it was that the, the guy who I usually do the uh, get my tires from, mm-hmm. white camera that I got now, one of the old good kind. It's a it's a old one. Got it, and man. When I tell you, I call her little Nelly Bell, old mm. Betsy. Mm-hmm. Man, it has gotten me and these fighters to every fight that we have needed and wanted mm-hmm. to go to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every time somebody say, "Man, I bet that's good on gas," I say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I say, "But here, here, me go, Kenny. I want me a uh, a high country, you know, a Chevy truck." 
Right, right, right. So, girl, you ready for that gas? I said, man, I don't care about no gas. I, I, if I get something, it's, I don't care if I got to put $5 as long as I get to and from. But the thing is, I am so appreciative of this car. Love it to the heavens. Never have had the only problems that I had with it is because it was sitting and I changed it. It's almost like a, you know, brand new car. Mm-hmm. Never has given me any problem other than it already had been sitting, you know, bridle right. and brittle and changing the hoses. Mm-hmm. So my thing, the car has treated me so good. I want to give that car to somebody one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my, one of my trainers said, well, you should let somebody earn it. Yeah. I said, okay, well, whichever, you know, you know, spirit, you know, you know, um, you know, handles me first because I do want to give it away. But <clears throat> I, I try to tell one of my guys, they're so crazy about cars. I say, if you pull up in a, the only difference is if you pull up through a, a Burger King in a, a Mercedes and I, and you pull behind in your personal car, the same thing is going to go in that Mercedes and out of that Mercedes is the same thing is going to go in your right. car and out of your car. Right. Food gonna, money going to go out and food going to go in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is no difference. Well, now, again, I am not saying that uh, there's nothing wrong with having good things, but when you are more into the things than you are into more than doing what it takes to good things, then you don't want too much of a good thing. Well, I th- I think I think also a problem is um, you end up sacrificing money you don't have to impress people that don't like you anyway anyway yes i'm just i'm just saying like 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 let's just cut to the chase you 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 buy a bmw or tesla or um you know a high-end car but your bank account is really like you say like a you know 2000 camry don't say that you you understand what i'm saying um, right that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying so that's where the problem come in at it like if you if you buy a car and can afford it um there's nothing wrong with that but the right. pro- but the problem is we're talking about financial self-control and discipline and you yeah. and you doing things to impress other people that don't even like you or don't even care nothing about you that's what we're talking about. And, and and a lot of people do those things, buy those high-end things uh, to make themselves feel good. And, and for what? Right. And it goes back to that saying, um, you should make money. You shouldn't make um, money shouldn't make you. Right. So absolutely. it's the same thing with materialistic things. If you if you put them jewels on your feet, make you feel complete or feel like a better person. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's 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 not the shoes, man. It's it's something that's going on with you. That's right. It is. Right. It is. Because sh- I, I I heard this guy say, um, yes, I can afford that. He said, but why would I go buy a hundred thousand dollar car to impress somebody to show somebody that it costs more than theirs? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking even, about. Who I don't even know. What is the need of doing that? And a lot of people don't realize cars. It just means it shows status. So when you when you get something that's out of your price range, you're trying to tell some people you really wish you had this and you already <laughs> don't really got. It. Mm-hmm. But what they gonna look and they gonna think you got it. But from what you already know, you wishing you had this. You have no idea the false story you're telling, let alone the hurtful financial and the burden of something you're putting on yourself. Mm-hmm. And then and, and and think about this too. For any guy that spend a lot of money um, on cars to impress women or to attract women, uh-huh. a lot of times the women that they get, um, it doesn't work out because you don't have what they think or what they thought you had. You see what I'm saying? So you pull up in a, <laughs> a, a, a brand spanking new Hellcat. Uh-huh. Or, or brand spanking new um, Escalade, you know, one of them eighty thousand, hundred thousand yeah. dollar cars, which is ridiculous in my book. I don't care if I had a million dollars; that's still a lot of money. But, um, but so the girl was attracted to you pulling up. She's attracted to you coming, picking her up, taking her on a, on a date, riding around in your um, high end car. 
But then as time goes on, you're going to get tested. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You're going to get tested. And, That's right. And when she wants certain type of jewelry, a certain type of purse, a certain type of shoes with a certain type of color underneath those shoes, and you can't foot the bill, she's out of there. Because you, you, you see, and, and, and this is why people get in bad relationships. Oh, gosh. You hit me, boy. Because it's, when a person, I'm so sorry, man. I just, one more time. Do it. When a person only shows you what they have, you know what? You deserve what they end up giving you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you presented what you thought or what you knew that they only were into. Okay, what else comes after that? You did not, again, you did not have self-discipline to have yourself in a situation where it be manhood or womanhood. Put in the work. Uh, to be maturely set so that you don't be worried and concerned about these childish things. Yes, there it is. There it is. They lost discipline long time ago. Yeah. Because when they see what another person doing and they see what everybody doing, they see what a lot of people are attracted to, they want to go out and get it. I don't, me, I'm not sorry, but I don't, I don't fit into uh, uh, circle holes. I'm a square. <laughs> so I'm not going to try to force myself to to fit in your circle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I know that to be, and, and I know that to be true about you. I know that to be true about you. You like what you like. You do what's comfortable for you and your family, and that's what I always admire and respect about you. Because, um, thank you, sir. You did the most sensible thing. Um, even even when um, you were you made a decision to um, become a business owner and uh, own your own gym. Um, yes, sir. You know, you know, we had some private conversations about you know what it would take to make it happen as far as you know, but. You had to discipline. Right. You had to discipline yourself because I remember you doing uh, a lot of overtime. I remember right. you saying, "No, I can't do this now because I got to do this and I got to be at work at a certain time." This never, blah, blah, blah. but you put in right. the work because your goal was to be an independent business owner, and it costs money. Yes, sir. and you created that <laughs> and was able to put your resources together. To make it happen. But all of that goes back to financial uh, discipline, self-control, focus, dream, drive. And you had the right people around you. Um, I know a lot of your trainers and a lot of people that are around you, you already had a long-term relationship with them. So they already uh, respected you. They knew what you was about. Um. And just and just everybody on your team um, was a perfect piece of your puzzle. Yes, sir. So, Absolutely. So and and that's that's even one of the reason why uh, I wanted you to speak on discipline, self self control, because that's the heart of your business. Um, because if people come to you for weight loss, that's what they have to have. Yes, sir. They Absolutely. Sh- they have to show up on time. They have to do the little workout routines. Um, um, you know, even control how much they're eating, so on and so forth. So that's the heart of your business. Yes. And one thing I want to really uh, add, Ken, when you talk about discipline, mm-hmm. um, you don't judge people by how they look. Let me tell you something. I had two pair of shoes. I still got them now. Well, no, I just threw them, I threw them away over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I wore them for four years. Four years. Four years. These six. They got a hole in the bottom. The, the bottom was run down. And um, there was a blue, like a highlight, uh, fluorescent green. And the other one was, was fluorescent green and black. Mm-hmm. When I tell you it had holes in them, it just started coming in them. And I'm like, I just kept going. Because I was so tired and I was only using them for the gym. Mm-hmm. So one of my fighters that put some shoes online. Say anybody uh know anybody need, need some shoes? I can donate them. Uh, please come get them. And then my wife say, uh, you see what TJ got on the line? And I checked it out. I said, I said, yeah, bring them to the uh, gym. Man, how about I got me a 
two pair of Reeboks <laughs> that look, man, I can't even tell you how they look. I wear one pair to the gym and wear one pair as casual because, you know, I'm a boot man. I wear some Carcanals or some, mm-hmm. you know, I used to wear Tim's and stuff like that. But it just goes to show you not only was I disciplined, but I was complacent as long as, you know, the whole half of my foot wasn't hanging out. Right. Because I only went to work. And when I get off work, I go straight to the gym. And some things, man, I tell my fighters is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice is giving up something of value to receive something of greater value. Mm-hmm. And I want to uh-huh. say to anybody that like buying Jordans or any female that like buying designer purses, you know, your Louis Vuitton, your Gucci's, your, you know, so on and so forth. If you take that same money and you buy into tesla stock or um amazon stocks you'll be surprised the kind of money you have in a few years yes because other than saving residual is a good thing to also yes get yourself into yeah you want that stuff to keep coming in mm-hmm. um rainy day is good but when it start pouring you know stuff is still making its own money, you know, mm-hmm. and when you start saving that way, you can get something off of that or get enough in savings so that you can buy something that can cause a residual mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. I um, I mean, one time I had invested in um, I think it was uh, Amazon. I think it might have been Amazon stock, and a situation came up where I needed I needed the money to do whatever, right? And mm-hmm. I had the money, and the money had grew from the investment. And I was able to make that deal happen based off of uh, me putting the money, investing the money in that stock option. Right. And that's what I mean. Um, educate yourself about stocks, long-term versus versus short-term. Um, yes. Uh, even rent, rental properties or even start your own small business because you, nine times out of ten you're not gonna make a million dollars on somebody's job I'm, let's just nope. be let's just be honest no nope. unless you're nope. executive executive person that you actually go into the owner's house uh-huh. those are the kind of people that retire with millions of dollars from a company but right. but but my point being don't be afraid to educate yourself on extra income and investments because everything, take a look, everything around you has gone up four, five times what it's really worth. Um, yes. Think about the neighborhood JB you came up in or even just the, the state we live in. There's houses that I know two or three years ago was two hundred, three hundred thousand, ninety five, six, and seven hundred thousand dollars for the same the house. Bathroom and a shower and a microwave. Yeah, but that's You're what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. So we're gonna wrap this up. And um, what I want to say for our close is um, discipline is not a bad word. Discipline is something that was given to you or presented to you, even in a biblical sense. Um, It's something that can help you grow. It can. It's something that can help you stay focused, and it's not just. um, I mean, I I mean, it it goes from your kids to adulthood to uh, to uh, relationships, business. Uh, you name it. If you're able to Absolutely. stay, if you're able to stay focused, um, and put yourself around the right people, you'll be fine. So, Mr. JB, before we go, give us your final thoughts on discipline. My final thought on discipline My and self control. Yeah. Yes, sir. My final thoughts will be, um, young folks, do not pass up, um. Uh, don't settle for a fifty thousand or sixty thousand dollar a year job and miss your million dollar gift opportunity. We have to remember, um, everything is a seed. 
And it's just like one, if you plant one apple seed, you're not going to get one apple back. You're going to get an orchard, mm-hmm. many of apples. And in, in, in many of those apples are going to be many seeds. So whatever you discipline is going to multiply. And um, that's why I'll digress right there, Mr. Mob. Okay, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we was talking to James Battle. He's a uh, business owner. He owns his own gym, uh, Battle's own boxing. Um, he uh, is a mentor. Um, just all around great guy. I like him. Bless <laughs> so, your heart, man. So, Likewise, do my dear brother. So, Mister, I remember when you first got down here, man. This, this, I remember. My, I think I felt safe to say I was the first one you met when you got down because your your uncle was bragging about you. Mm-hmm. And it's been uh, two thousand one when I met this gentleman, mm-hmm. and the friendship has been long time ago turned into a brothership. For sure, I agree one hundred percent. And um, we we actually both enjoyed music. We enjoyed writing it and creating it, and and, and and that's actually how I met Mr. Battles was um, uh, in the music industry. Yes, sir. Uh, one of the most potent guys to this day. Yeah, uh, your home. Yeah. So, um, but we appreciate you, Mr. Battles. Absolutely, I agree. It's a, a privilege and honor and opportunity for you even wanting me to have on your podcast um i'm so privileged to be uh casted on this thing in its beginning stages sir appreciate it so mr battles we appreciate you we celebrate you and thank you for stopping by the chat house likewise you and yours brother and wish you the best of success and i wish that you had me on in the later future for sure